0: Welcome to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries, in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Their goal is to win the lost, disciple Christians, set the captives free, and see the sick made whole. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org. Now, here is Pastor Gary Culp with today's message. Well,
1: good afternoon. The Lord bless you. What do we know for sure? God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Let's pray for souls, Father. We come to you in Jesus' name, Lord. We want everyone to go to heaven. So we're crying out to you for the eternal salvation of every boy and girl, man and woman in Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. We're praying for their past, present, future spouses, all the children they have now and the future, and their family members, all grandchildren they have now and the future, and their family members, all great grandchildren they have now and in the future, and their family members. By faith and agreement, we're sending the Holy Spirit to convict every person of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Lord Jesus, we're decreeing and believing you're revealing yourself to each person, your incarnation, your perfect life, the great miracles you did, your death, burial, and resurrection, your precious atoning blood. The revelation and understanding that by your stripes we were healed would come to every boy and girl, man and woman. And Father, they would humble themselves before you, repent of their sins. Receive you, Lord Jesus, as Savior and Lord, and be gloriously born again from above. And Father, you would get every person into a good Bible-believing teaching church. They would then be baptized in water. Receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're decreeing ever Christians and becoming a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're crying out for every demon-possessed, demonized, and captive person to be set free, and all the sick to be healed from every sickness and every disease. And yes, Lord Jesus, your people to receive and to walk in financial abundance, prosperity, debt cancellation of their debts, the full blessing of Abraham, whom God blessed in all things. And we decree that, and we agree together, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. But also, Father God, we love the Jewish people so much. We're crying for their salvation. We cry out that the blinders and scales on their hearts and minds would be removed. They would see that Jesus Christ is their Messiah and Savior and Lord, and they'd be gloriously born again from above. Also, Father God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem according to your word. And we agree with you, Father, they have title deed to all the land of Canaan. So, Father, please restore all that land to them. And we understand now, Father, that's 36 times the land they have right now. Give it all to them, Father God. And Father, destroy all their enemies. Father Hezbollah, uh, 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 those who are coming against them, Father God, stop them. And Father, we agree and decree that all the hostages are being released safely back into their own homes. And Father God, you're going to give them quick victory, destroy all their enemies, and they're getting land back through all this, Father God, because it belongs to them, and you gave it to the Jewish people. And we read Rejoice, and we're glad. So we thank you for that also. But also, Father God, there's terrible, wicked things that's going on in America, Father God, and you you told us about it at the end of days, but you also told us to pray. So, Father, we're in agreement together, Father God, this uh, plan of Joe Biden and the Fed and the WF to bring this digital currency. It's from the pit of hell. It's meant to bring forth a one-world system and also the mark of the beast, so we know say no to against it. Father, we pray you'd send their plans into confusion and direction. They'd fight among themselves. They would find absolutely no agreement whatsoever. And we agree there'll be no digital currency until after the church is raptured out of here. And we'll be able to use our dollar bills and cash until that time. And we thank you for it by faith. And Father, you know all the threats that have come against our power grid. We ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, protect our water uh, sources, protect our wells, protect the city water, protect the water tables. Don't let anybody poison it. Please protect our food and food food production plants, no more destruction of them either. Father, please protect our electricity, our gas, our oil, our coal. Father, fossil fuels are great, and you gave them for us to use them in abundance. And we agree that's getting turned around, especially in the next election, Father God. We decree the Keystone Pipeline will be reinstituted, and we'll use fossil fuels right and less because they're the blessing of the Lord. And we thank you for it right now. But protect all these resources, Father God, and don't let any terrorists destroy Them or take out any power plants or food production plants in Jesus name, and also Father through your servant Chris Reed and and others you have revealed there are twelve sleeper cells in America. We pray they would be found out, stopped, and if necessary destroyed. Also, you uh, revealed through the David Cabal through the vision you gave him, Father of uh, the of terrorists, Father with in in vans and bombs, placing them in big cities and 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 setting them off at once. We pray against that, Father whether it be through law enforcement or your angelic host. Stop all plans of terrorism against America. Drive out of this country every person who is here illegally. Father, especially the terrorists, the foreign soldiers, the pedophiles, the sex traffickers, the drug cartel people, the perverts, all those who have come to destroy and do evil in America. Expose them and send them out of here, Father God, and drive them out. And we thank you for it also in Jesus' name. And Father, also please protect our food, water, plants, and animals from all mRNA contamination, Father God. Don't let them poison our food anymore or our skies, Father. Shut down those chemtrails, Father. Don't let them poison our atmosphere anymore. And we thank you for it now, Lord. We're trusting in you. Oh, yes, also, Father. You know the terrible persecution that has come against your servant Donald Trump and his family, against Ruby Giuliani, against uh, uh, Christians and conservatives. Well, Father God, we know these are all attacks against you, Father God, because they hate you. But Father God, we are your Mordecais, and we agree you're going to watch over us and protect us. We believe and ask your hedge of protection about us. We plead the covering and protection of the blood of Jesus over each one of us, the things you've blessed us with, put in our stewardship, and we're believing you for. We agree Father and declare that no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper and every tongue which rises against us in judgment we do condemn. This is our heritage as servants of the Lord and our righteousness is from you, O Lord of hosts. And Father, just like from the book of Esther, these Hamans who are out to try to destroy us and harm us, not only would you not allow them to do it Father, but you would do just like in the book of Esther, you would hang all the Hamans in the very gallows that they've prepared for us. And we thank you for it and Father we believe to receive to see it happen, and we give you thanks now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, there's just so many things to pray about, isn't there? This is going to be quite a year. The prophets have spoken, so get ready. <laughs> Alrighty. So we're in Revelation chapter 6 today. Uh, we've been looking at the end times and things going on, but I want to show you what happens if you aren't saved and you uh, enter into the tribulation. Uh, what can you expect? What is going to happen? And I can tell you, and it's not pretty, you won't like it. Yes, the possibility is you can still get saved, but you're probably going to get die and get your head cut off uh, for your faith but that's okay. If you get saved and you go to heaven, that's forever. Amen? And you get to come back with Jesus, remember, at the end of the tribulation on white horses, and we'll get to rule and reign with Jesus on planet earth for a thousand years, and it will be beautiful then. Oh, it's going to be decimated during the tribulation. You see, God is going to take care of those climate changer peoples and those progressives and those who act like they're going to save the earth. Well, Jesus is going to through these judgments, he's going to He's going to wreak havoc of it. He's going to decimate it because you don't trust in yourself. You trust in God. And if you reject Jesus, you don't get anything good. Do you understand that? But let's look Revelation chapter 6. Now again, the tribulation has already started in Revelation 4, verse 1. The church has been raptured out. And when I talk about the church, I'm not talking about every church. I'm talking about every person who has genuinely repented their sins, received Jesus as their Savior and Lord, been born again from above, and love and serve Jesus. Those people will be raptured. Many religious people, many churches, the cults and ism will still be there. They're half the people that you go to church with could still be alive. And boy, they will be embarrassed because they it will be evident they didn't really have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You understand that, don't you? ever truly born again person has a relationship with Jesus they know him they hear his voice and they walk with Jesus and yes we do mess up and we have to repent but we do repent because we love Jesus and the Holy Spirit convicts us but At that point, the church is out of here. Now, once the church is raptured, and I think it tends to be immediately, some people think it will take six months to a year for the Antichrist to to show up and and begin that seven-year covenant. But let's just establish day one of the tribulation. How do you, you know when you're in the tribulation? Well... The Antichrist will come on the scene. He will sign a seven-year peace treaty with Israel. Let's read it. Daniel 9, 27, And he, Antichrist, shall confirm the covenant with many, talking about the Jewish people for one week. One week is talking about seven years. And in the midst of the week, that means three and a half years into the tribulation, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. Okay, what does that mean? Well, just like right now, now, for the first time since the temple's been destroyed, the Jewish people are ready to build their temple. Jesus is coming soon. They have their high priest. They have the garments. They have the red heifer ashes. They have everything they need to build their temple and do their sacrifices. God is going to permit that to happen. It could possibly happen when the Antichrist Signs that seven-year peace treaty. They are. They will build their temple. They'll be doing their sacrifices. They'll think initially that Mr. Antichrist is Mr. Wonderful, and then eventually in the middle of the tribulation, they'll find out he's the devil, <laughs> or full of the devil. We'll just say that. Okay, but they will be doing their sacrifices again. They're ready to build their temple now, which just lets us know Jesus is coming soon. Okay, so in the midst of the week he shall cause a sacrifice and oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. So, okay, day one of the tribulation, Antichrist arises, you know who he is and he, he appears to be Mr. Wonderful, very charismatic individual and he will seem to have the world, answers to the world problems and his first day is signing that seven-year period treaty. Okay. So now you're in the tribulation. Okay. The tribulation is not for the church. It's for the uh, Jewish people. uh, uh, Jeremiah 37 it's Jacob's trouble. During this seven years God is going to show the Jewish people who he is. Many will get saved even though they're initially uh, deceived by the Antichrist. It has nothing to do with the church. It has to do with Israel and Jewish people seeing who their Messiah is and also God bringing his judgment on all those who have rejected Jesus and the Bible. And let me tell you, that has already happened in many churches, which just shows we're in the last days. Okay. Revelation chapter 6. And I saw when the Lamb, that's Jesus, opened one of the seals, and I heard as it were the noise of thunder of one of the four living creatures saying, Come. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on it, on him had a bow. Okay, notice there's no arrows, but there's a bow. And a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering, and to conquer. Okay, now notice The judgments, the seven seal judgments, which opens to the seven trumpet judgments, which opens to the seven bowl of wrath judgments, will happen during the tribulation time. Terrible. Talk about the earth being decimated. Yeah, climate change. Let me tell you, God is going to decimate this earth because the Christ rejectors, the evil, wicked people who have tried to become gods, You know, those in the WF? No, God's gonna whack them. Do you understand that? (laughs) He's gonna bring judgment upon them because they've rejected Him and they've embraced Lucifer. Okay. So, when the Lamb opened one of the seals, okay, how do we know the Lamb is Jesus? Go back to Revelation 5. And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a scroll scroll written within and on the back sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the scroll, neither to look on it. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the scroll, neither to look on it. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, hath prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four living beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth." Okay, so Jesus is the only one in heaven that can open up these seven seals, which begins right after the tribulation starts. Here's the first one. The first one is this individual that has a bow, but notice he doesn't have any arrows. He has a crown, and he goes forth to conquering. Who is that? This is the Antichrist. Okay. He is showing up on the scene. He signed that seven-year peace treaty with Israel, and now he's going forth to conquer and to destroy. Remember, just maybe a couple of verses from before, from 2 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2, verse 9, talking about the antichrist even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish that means they die and go to hell why because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie we see that going on today don't we that they all might be judged or damned who believed not the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So the first seal is open. It's open from heaven. God's in charge, and he's bringing judgment, and he's allowing this Antichrist to come forth now. Okay. Second seal, verse 3. And we had opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given it to him that said on it to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. Okay. So the Antichrist is on the scene. You're in the tribulation. Now wars break out terrible wars seems to be, and we'll see this, nuclear bombs and wars. You talk about decimating planet Earth. <laughs> oh, we're going to provide, you know, we're going to take care of you. No, 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 no. God, remember, the church is out of here. Now, people get saved. We'll cut that in just a minute. But you understand war is breaking out, and the earth is being decimated. Do you see it? That's what God says to those who reject him and think that they are gods, and they want to take over this planet Earth. And that's going on right now. And Antichrist will lead those bad boys. Do you understand that? Okay. Second seal. Third. So war is broken out. How big is the war? We'll see that in a couple minutes. Verse 5, And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come, and I beheld, and, lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A measure of wheat for a denarius, and three measures of barley for a denarius. And see that thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Okay. Okay. So when war breaks out, the land gets decimated, destroys crops, and what do you have? You have famine. How bad is the famine? Well, basically put it in, 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 in modern-day language, an uh, 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 average day laborer will work all day, and he'll only have enough money for three meals. Now, that's inflation. I know we've had terrible inflation now, but it'll get worse, much worse, because there's been great wars, and we'll just see in a minute how big those wars are, even just in these beginning judgments, okay? So famine, uh, inflation, and again, your average day worker will have to work all day, and the only thing he'll be able to do is buy himself three meals. That's how bad the inflation will be, and again, the lack of food, okay? Third seal, remember, this is taking place from heaven, okay? Fourth seal, verse 7. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was Death, and Hades followed with him. And the power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth. Okay. A fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. So, in this war, thats wars that are taking place, you're in the tribulation, church has been raptured out, death comes. How bad? Well, let's just say at that point there's 8 billion people. 2 billion people will die. Now, that's a new story, isn't it? That's how many people will die. You say, well, I'll, I'll take my chances in the tribulation. Well, very possibly by this fourth seal, you're dead. <laughs> Two billion people will be dead. Do you understand that? And again, how? With a sword, that means war. With hunger, you don't got anything to eat. Death, well, there you go. And with the beast of the earth, <laughs> animals will be eating you. Do you get the picture here? Again, these are judgments of God upon a Christ rejecting world that has said no to Jesus. Okay. Fifth seal, verse 9 through 11. This gives you a little more encouragement in a sense and when he had opened the fifth seal i saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of god and for the testimony which they held and they cried with a loud voice saying how long o lord holy and true dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season, until their fellow servants also and their brethren that were killed as they were should be fulfilled. Okay, we talked about last week. Even though the saints have been taken out, God is still bringing people to Jesus. We, we looked it up last week over the last two weeks. You've got the two witnesses in Jerusalem doing miracles, shutting up heaven, sending forth plagues. you got the 144,000 sealed Jewish evangelists sharing Jesus, and you have angels preaching the everlasting gospel. So praise God, people will get saved, but you're probably going to get killed All also. Most of the people. who do get saved during the tribulation will have to die and become martyrs. But that's okay. You go to heaven. But again, it's much better to get saved now, amen, and not have to go through the tribulation. But good news, people will get saved. Say, thank you, Jesus. Okay. They're called the tribulation saints. Okay. The sixth seal. Verse 12. And beheld, when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. Okay. Now, how great is it? We're getting ready to see. But, you know, Jesus even said in Matthew 24, even some of the signs before, uh, like the birth pains before, would be a lot of earthquakes. And we're seeing a lot of them now. But the earthquakes in the tribulation, they are great big. This one's big. The one in, in chapter 11, verse 13 is big. And then in chapter 16, verse 18, 19, that is the biggest earthquake ever. But this is a great big one, too. How big? And there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood. And the stars of the heaven fell into the earth. So you're going to have stars or mediators fall to the ground. Now, that's going to cause some damage. Oh, that's going to cause some pollution. Oh, that's going to cause some pestilence and disease from those foreign objects. Do you get the thing? These are the judgments of God. And it begins with that great earthquake, okay? And the stars of heaven fell into earth, even as a fig tree causes timely figs, when she is shaken of a mighty wind. And when the heaven departed as a scroll, when it rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their place. Okay. When you talk about heaven rolling up like a scroll, that kind of sounds like some nuclear bombs through the earthquake have been set off. You know, that's what it looks like when a nuclear bomb goes off, okay? But the earthquake is so big. Here it is. Every mountain on planet Earth and island were moved out of their places. Now, that's an earthquake. <laughs> okay. Sad part. And the kings of the Earth, you know, the guys that said you're going to own nothing in 2030 and they're going to have everything you know they've done that okay they've taken over you got nothing and they got everything if you're still here yeah, what a good life right crazy and the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every slave and every free man now listen to this here's these terrible judgments going on Do they have any idea why it's happening? Yes, they know exactly why it's happened. Here it is. Hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, and this is just the beginning part of the tribulation. Do you got it? Fall on us and hide us. Here it is. From the face of him that setteth on the throne, Father God, and from the wrath of the Lamb, Jesus. They know that they are the enemies of God. In fact, many of them today are Luciferians. They serve the devil. In fact, by the middle of tribulation, you'll have to take the mark of the beast or die or hide out. Of course, you've damned your soul by taking the mark of the beast. And AI has that already right now. Do you understand that? Okay. So, but they know they're in rebellion against God. Do you understand that? Do you understand you're in rebellion in God, against God until you repent of your sins and receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord and are born again from above? Verse 17, for the great day of His wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? So God is pouring out His wrath and the people that are here, these great leaders, these people who said all these all these answers and how they're going to make the earth so beautiful and make things good, no, God says, nope, I'm messing up real bad. Now, he's going to renovate it for, for, through fire, and there's going to be a new heaven and new earth, and he's going to make everything beautiful. But for the people that try to be gods and do it without the Lord, <laughs> no, they're, they're getting nothing but hellishness. That's just the way it is. Without God, there is nothing good. The good news for you and I, we're gonna be out of here because even the Bible tells us here in First Thessalonians 5, 9, for God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation. By our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. So all these people who have taken over planet Earth once the church is out of here, and they can't wait for us to get out of here. Do you understand that? (laughs) Do you understand that? Uh, They don't like Christians. And we see that even in the present administration. Do you understand that, really? That spirit of Antichrist is here. He's just about ready to show up. The church is just about out of here. And when they're here and these judgments call come, they know that Jesus is doing it. They know they're the enemies of Jesus, and they're trying to hide from them. But you know what? You can't hide from Jesus. And without Jesus, you're under the wrath of God. Now, let me tell you, do you know, Right now, that if you died, you would go to heaven. Have you ever had a personal encounter with Jesus Christ and become born again? If not, this is the time to get saved because it's just about time for the rapture and this terrible tribulation to begin. Pray with me right now. Dear God, I see it. I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I understand it's only the blood of Jesus that can wash away my sins. I repent of my sins. I ask you, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be my Savior and Lord of my life. I will love and serve you the rest of the days of my life. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me, amen. And Jesus, I want to be powerful in these last days. Please baptize, immerse me in your Holy Spirit, and I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Jesus is coming soon.
0: Thank you for listening to the broadcast of Exceedingly Abundant Ministries in cooperation with Bethel Worship Center of Joplin, Missouri. Bethel Worship Center is located at 3125 West 20th Street in Joplin. Weekly service times are Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and a Wednesday evening Bible study at 6.30 p.m. For more information, visit their website at BethelJoplin.org or send an email to Pastor Gary. His email is GaryCult at Yahoo.com. Please join them again next week as they continue to expound on God's truth in a relevant and practical way.